I want to read a couple Bible verses really quickly. Before I do that, let me tell you my kind of title for tonight. Uh, anybody like to take notes in church? We like to take notes? Awesome. Let's pull our notes out. Let's pull our notes out. Let's take notes. I want you guys to write tonight's title down. I got 19 minutes to tackle this. Probably less. Um, so let's do this. Pull your phones out. The title of tonight's talk is Mission Minded. I want you to write it down. I want you to put it big. That's kind of like the idea of tonight. Mission Minded. Mission Minded. Okay, I want to read to you something out of the Bible. It's found in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 18 to 21. Um, it's going to be on the screen, so let's read together. It says this, verse 18. And all this is from God, who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. So I love this verse, the way Paul puts it. He says, God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. Those fancy words for kind of like taking somebody and setting them up and pointing them to Jesus. Taking somebody and, and, and putting them in an environment, putting them in a conversation where you get to point them to the cross. You get to point them to the God you believe in. You get to point them to the God you worship on Fridays. You get to point them to the person that just rules your world, rules your life, the king of our hearts. Anybody love Jesus in the room tonight? Just making sure we're in the right place. So if that's you, then I love what Paul puts it like. He's like, all this is from God who, re, who reconciled us himself to him. That's what he did for us. Verse 19, for God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sin against them. But he did this. He gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. Verse 20, so we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. I want to pray over the reading of God's word. Go ahead and bow your heads, close your eyes, just for these next 15 minutes. Well, you can put 15 minutes. I want to kind of jump into this right away. But come on, just, just for two moments, just put your head down, eyes closed. Just continue to play over that. Uh, here's the thing. A lot of us forget sometimes that the, the gospel message is, is a message of movement. Sometimes we forget that God's not calling us to stay silent and to stay still, but he's calling us to be active and loud. Sometimes we forget that. But tonight, man, God's going to readjust our mindsets to being mission-minded, readjust our focus to saying, God, I'm not going to focus what's happening to me, but I'm really going to focus on what's, what you're putting through me. So let me pray all these things. Lord, you speak to us in these next moments. Come on, everybody says, amen, amen. Have you ever seen somebody in a rush before? Raise your hand if you've ever seen someone in a rush. Usually it's like in the morning if, you, if you're ever late somewhere. If you're Hispanic, you're late to everything. Just, just want to give you a heads up. Um, or probably not, I don't know. But most of the time, us sinful people, we're very late sometimes. Um, and, and I don't know about you, if you've ever seen someone in a rush, it, it's kind of like they're making everything happen, right, to set themselves up. So, like, you know, my mom, my mom's hilarious. My mom's like, hey, guys, I'm about to start the car. And I'm like, mom, but you haven't even showered yet. She said, no, no, I'm, I'm about to start the car. I'm about to start the car. I'm about to put my clothes on. I, I'm about, we're about to leave right now. I'm like, mom, I'm completely dressed and sitting on the couch. 
and you're not. Have you ever done that to your parents before? They're like rushing you, and you're ready. It's so so funny to see someone kind of kind of rushing to get somewhere, or, or or sometimes if you're trying to help somebody with something, and you're probably not as urgent as they are. You know, sometimes you're in the way of someone when you're not helping them. For example, like you're trying to open the door for someone, but you're taking really long to do it. Really long. They're like, all right, this was a nice gesture, but now it's awkward because we're just staring at each other. Open the door. And here's the thing. I think sometimes, you know, God has so much for us. God has so much purpose over your life. God has so much direction over your life. God has so much just, just, come on, glory to glory he has for your life. God has an amazing plan and purpose for you. I can't convince you enough how much God wants for you and, and how, how much God wants for your future. But most of the time, you see, God is trying, to, is, he's trying to set us up for a win, but because we're not moving in the right direction, but because we're not moving the way he wants us to move, sometimes we're not moving at all. And, and, and sometimes I feel like God, God's on, on, on sometimes another wavelength than, than we are sometimes. Sometimes God, God's speaking and we're not listening sometimes. Sometimes God's moving and we're not seeing how he's moving. So God's speaking to us. He's ministering to us. Listen, the Holy Spirit leads you how you feel. Did you know that? Like how you feel, how, how, how your spirit kind of reacts to the, to, to the worship, that is evidence of the Holy Spirit. Anybody believe that? When you're worshiping and you and you kind of experience God, that's the Holy Spirit activating your life. When your hands are up during worship and you're singing, when you're walking around pacing, I don't know if you see pacing prayer people. They love to pace. I love that, right? We just get moving. We start walking. Come on, we start laying hands on people, laying hands on things. Isn't it funny that sometimes God's leading us to movement, but we can sometimes not understand that and stay stagnant and stay still and stay in our comfort zone and sometimes not even move and talk to people about Jesus because we kind of just have our own routine down. We kind of just know how things are going to happen. And I love what Paul's saying. He said, listen, God has called you to lead people to the cross. God has called you. If you are a believer in Jesus, you have something to do. You have a task at hand. There is a mission that we need to pursue. There are people that we need to reach. There are places that we need to go proclaiming the gospel message of Jesus. That's what we're supposed to do. That's what we're called to do. And the truth is, is if, is if this message of Jesus has, has gone to us, it has to go through us. If we've, if we've honestly said in our hearts, Lord, I love you. I confess you're my Lord. I'm going to live for you. I submit myself. I bow my knee. If you made that decision, God is not leading your steps. God is not leading your purpose. God is not leading you to people and to, and, and to being mission-minded. You see, if you've ever seen someone in a rush and you're not helping them and you're not urgent with them, they'll probably say, yo, I got this. Let me, let me handle this. I've entrusted you with something, but you're just not getting it done. I've entrusted you with something, but 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 it seems like the laborers are few, but the harvest is is, is plentiful. It seems like a lot of people want the blessing, but they don't want the process. It seems like a lot of people want results, but they're not ready. They're not willing to put the work in. See, so many people want the purpose of God, but when it comes to just spreading the love of Jesus, we stop it there. And the truth is, I love Paul's action. Can we go back to the verse? Let's go to verse 18 over from the top. And all this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. God has given us this task 
of leading people to the way. I want you to write my first my first point tonight. You're either leading people to the way or you're in the way. You're either leading people to the way or you're in the way. Believers, sometimes we can be in the way of someone finding Jesus. Sometimes we can take this task that Paul's saying that God has bestowed upon us and we can be taking it for granted and actually not live and show and represent the gospel message like we're supposed to. You see, God's, God calls you. Listen, he calls you with a purpose. You know why? To bring glory to his name. God's called you with a purpose. You know why? So you can be fulfilled and you can serve in the highest capacity that he created you to. You know, he has, listen, I don't know if anyone's ever told you this, but God loves you so much that he has a plan for your life. That whatever you're going through right now, it may seem like it's the end of the world, but trust me, there's a future ahead of you. Come on, there's calling ahead of you. There's favor. You know how many more miracles God's going to do in your life? You, you know how many more moments of favor God's is going to provide for you? There's so much ahead of us. There's so much just coming to us. But a lot of times we can put a pause on our blessing because we're not learning to live out this gospel and not just be hearers of the word, but be doers of the word. And not just to receive a message, but to send a message. You see, the church today, we, we sometimes get stuck because we're just so full of knowledge, but sometimes we forget to dish knowledge out. Sometimes we forget to dish the message out. Listen, it's not enough to just be informed. It's not enough to just be preached to every week, but it's time to speak to other people. It's time to reach more people. It's time to take what you've been given and to give it to others. That's why Jesus says, listen, those who have been given much and forgiven of much will do the same to others. You've been forgiven You've been given grace. You've been given purpose. You've been given something that, that, that you can bank on, that God's promise and God's word is over your life. Isn't it funny how sometimes God puts stuff for the way and we can sometimes get in the way. And listen, I don't know about you, but I want to be obedient in the direction that God is leading me. I want to be obedient in the direction that God is leading me. Do you know, do you know what's the hope of the world? The hope of the world is the local church. God, he, he instituted the church. So we're here tonight. We're having a fun time. I mean, the music's great. I mean, worship is awesome. We're gathering as a community. We got after party after this. Next week, we're just going to have what I believe is the best Friday that we've ever had since the beginning of the year. And you got to bring all your friends. So we got awesome service. We got awesome ministry going on. But listen, if you don't have that connection with God, sometimes this is all in vain. Sometimes if you don't have that connection with God, sometimes things can be, can be done in vain and done by routine and not relationship and done out of a forceful manner and not through a place of true honesty. Man, as we walk in this thing, I want you to remember that God's calling you to a mission. God's calling you to do something. God's calling you to reach people. And you know what? The enemy wants you to keep your mouth shut in school. You see, all week... Watch this. Ready? All week, you're going to be faced with opportunities to invite someone to church next Friday. All week, you're going to be faced with opportunities. The question is, are you going to lead people to the way or are you going to be in the way? You have a message. You have a message to preach. You have a gospel to spread. You have a mission that God has bestowed upon you. There's something that you are called to. 
want to just read to you this small verse real quick. 2 Corinthians 5.20. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. The verse says, when you, when you tell others to come back to Christ, it's not your words, but those are the very words of Jesus. You're pleading on behalf of God. You're reaching on behalf of Jesus. And I know sometimes, you know, reaching out to someone for the gospel could be hard, could be awkward, but just be encouraged every time you reach. Come on, God's, God's hands are stretched out with you. God's hands are stretched out with you. May I don't know that they're not even listening to me when I'm talking to them. Continue to reach out to them. May, may, may I, I don't see immediate results in, in my evangelism process. I've been trying to invite people. I've been telling them, listen, keep planting seeds. See what God would do with some seeds. See what God would do with just an invite. See what God would do with just a text message. See what God would do with just a phone call. See what God would do with, with just a personal invite. You see, there has been something that God has bestowed upon us. And I love the way Paul says it. Listen, you are leaders of this reconciliation. Because you've been reconciled with Jesus, it's time to do the same with everyone else. And I love Jesus' last words, right? You know, they say a lot about a man's last words. And, and, and when Jesus, he, he passes away, he dies on Good Friday. But then we all know the end of the story. Come on, he comes back alive on Sunday. He breaks the grave. And Jesus begins to show people the holes in his hands. Begins to reveal himself to people. And what's an awesome happening in the Bible is that Jesus does something called the Great Commission. He goes in front of his disciples and he's about to ascend to the heavens. He's about to seat at the right hand of the Father. He's about to go. He says, listen, my job here is done. I've died for your sins. I've paid the price. I took the keys of hell. Listen, we have overcome the darkness, baby. My time here is done. Now it's time for you to go and spread the good news. This is what he says in Matthew 28. It's not on the screen, so just pay attention. The 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him. But some doubted. Then Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations and baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus says, here's my last words to you guys. Here's my last task. Listen, go into all the world and spread the good news. Go into every single corner and take this gospel with you. Let it work through you. Let, let it flow through you. Don't make the gospel in addition to your day, but make it the source of your day. Don't, don't, don't make the gospel just another errand, but come on, put me in the mission of your mind, in the mission of your heart, that when you wake up, you say, Lord, I'm going to be used by you today. You see, so many Christians wait for gifts to be connected into the church. So many Christians wait for gifts to be activated. So many people wait for gifts to be plugged in. Listen, you want to be a great ambassador for Jesus Christ? You want to live out in your perfect, amazing will of God? Listen, begin to speak to people about Jesus. Begin to open your mouth. Hey, come to church. You know that place you see on my Snapchat? You know that place you see my Instagram? Listen, that place is a place full of people that can't wait to meet you. That place is a church. How many guys are proud of your church? How many guys trust your friends with your church? Anybody trust your friends? See, we, we, we create a culture here where it's just Jesus. It's always only Jesus. 
We're not here to judge. We're not here to point fingers at people. No, no, no. We have been given grace, so we give grace. We have been given unconditional love, so we will give unconditional love. And here's what I want to do. I want to, I, I want to make a, a challenge tonight. I have a challenge for this service, and I have a challenge for next service. But I want you to, to accept the challenge if you feel like God is leading you to it. I want to end on this. Come on, every head bow, every eye closed. I want you to hear the sound of my voice tonight. Every head bow, every eye closed. I need 20 people. Here's the goal. 20 people to commit. Same pastor. This week, I'm going to be mission-minded. I have, I have a task that, that is ahead of me, and I will walk in this task. I will not lead people to darkness. I will not lead people to dead ends and to dead roads, but I will lead people to the way, the truth, the life. I will lead people to Jesus. You see, tonight, I need 20 young people tonight in here to say, Pastor, I promise next week to bring in five people. You can count on me. You can count me in. I haven't been the best inviter to church. I haven't been, I haven't been, you know, the best of my church attendance. I haven't been really plugged in. But, but pastor, this week, I'm going to own it. I'm going to own it. Take some time to think about it. Take some time to evaluate it. I need 20 young people tonight, when I say three, to raise your hand, to promise and, and to challenge yourself to bring five friends next Friday to Osceola High School. question for you. You see right now I sense that there's this kind of like this question mark. I don't know how to do it. I, I don't I don't know what, what how to even start. I don't even know what to say. And I will leave you with this. Do you think the Holy Spirit will, will leave you hanging when you're spreading the gospel? You think God will leave you hanging? No, no, no. He's with you every moment of life. I pray God's going to give you the right words to say. I pray God's just going to give you the exact moment to speak to someone. So on the count of three, if you, if you want to take the challenge of, of bringing five people next week to church, on the count of three, I just want to see hands going up all over this room. If you accept this challenge to be mission-minded, on the count of three, if, you, if that's you, ready? One, two, three. I want to count. I want to count. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, 12, 13. 13. Keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. 13 hands. 13 hands. 14. 14. Amen. Put your hands down. Why don't you grab the hand of the person next to you? We got 14 friends tonight. If you're going to clap, you might as well just clap for real. Can you guys make some noise for all those who took the challenge?